Hello and welcome to the On Our Plates podcast with me, Lorsco, aka Laura Scott. And me, Sonia Flower, aka Sonia Aguado. Hi! Hello! I swear the train goes past every time we speak. I know, on purpose. Sod's bloody law. Um, yeah, how are we doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Great, yeah. I'm sleepy. Same. <laughs> I'm not feeling low energy. No, just tired. Just, yeah. yeah. I just... It's this weather. This that, darkness. What's that Pokemon? That's like the... Snorlax. That's me. That's me. 8pm last night, I was tucked in. <laughs> Woke up at 9. I went for dinner last night with the with the lads. Yeah. And um, I can't remember if it was Paula that said it. Or someone. Anyway, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm normally in bed by this time. And one of them was like, do you really go to bed at, at 9? I was like... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Paula. In bed for he nine. He goes to bed at like 3, 3 a.m. Yeah. In bed by 9, lights out by 10, fall asleep between 10 and half 10. Mm. Yeah, Paula doesn't sleep until like 2 or 3. Vampire. Stupid hoe. <laughs> anyway, speaking of stupid hoes. <laughs> it's episode 51, and this week... We're dishing up advice to our younger selves. This is going to be a series. So this week we're focusing on sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's... I don't know the rest of the words. Let's talk about all the good things Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Oh. Is that an Let's ex? talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I've been watching too much riff talk. <laughs> what's that? So, you know, like, when people riff? Mm. So, have you not seen on TikTok, there's, like, the Beyonce challenge, you know, boy. Yeah, countdown. It's, yeah, it's people trying to do the riff. Oh. And then you watch one video of a certain theme and then before you know it your whole for you page is like riff talk yeah riff talk <laughs> i also got lost in a whole of strip talk the other day as well oh like strippers documenting yeah. like not actual like nudes though no no no. it's just them like a day in the oh, life I made, like 900 bucks tonight oh tonight was shit i only made 300 bucks these frat boys were <laughs> literally <laughs> Your TikTok and my TikTok are two very different things. <laughs> Not complaining though. Mm. I'm quite happy with my food talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we've both been having conversations about this, and then it, it's been on our list for a while, and we thought, why not start the first of a mini series? Yeah, and then actually, when I was thinking about it, we say advice to our younger self, but actually, it's even advice. Yeah. To me, like, two years it's ago. still younger, though, isn't it? Yeah. Back when you were 33. Just kidding. That's blasphemy. <laughs> Soon come. Um, <laughs> yeah, interestingly, actually, just before we came on air, did you see Poppy's post on Self and More about how virginity is a construct? Oh, yeah, I did see that. And I was like, that, that is actually... Um, when we said that about discussing this episode, virginity would going to be something that came up, but then... A change to sexual experience because actually what's the difference like well yeah because i was thinking about who was i i think i was talking about this with kaif a while ago 
when you count the people that you've slept with, mm-hmm. but not, but you don't count like on the bit fingered or yeah. like whatever. That's just very heteronormative yeah, because yeah. if you're in a gay couple or however you identify, yeah. It's not just penetrative mm. sex. Like, sex is everything. Yeah. It's not just penis and vagina. That's exactly... I'm going to read the caption. She says, Virginity is a heteronormative construct designed to control women's bodies. The concept of virginity generally involves penis and vagina and ignores all other types of sexual experience. When you have your first sexual experience, you do not lose anything. The link between the hymen and virginity is also a myth. You can't tell if someone's had sex from the genitals. Mm. So it is. And, like, it made me think, like, what is the difference between when I lost my virginity versus when I had my first sexual experience. Like, if anything, I ignore that sexual experience because there was all this hype around my virginity and it being this big thing and because of what? Actually, that's why I thought of it. And I think it was Kaif, actually, because I was saying about how... So, when I was younger, I had a girlfriend Mm. and... I don't put her on my list. Like, I've got a list. Oh. And I actually thought about it, and I was like, that's so bad that I didn't ever put her on my list, because yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, it's just that penis, penis and, and vagina, vagina. is, is normalised, and then, so what else? Everyone but then else it's is... like, I should class her, for sure, because, you know, she was my girlfriend, we loved mm. each other. But then also, then I should count the time I got fingered in the park, or like... Yeah the time we just did bits with someone. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah, it's true. Things need to change, man. Yeah, they do. And mm. also, it's like, you'll do stuff with someone, but you'll be like, oh yeah, we did everything, but... we didn't, but, yeah. Like, there is no different. No, because I, I actually... I said no to sex, though, because it's too soon. But it's like, what's the but, difference? Yeah. You still have the genitals and yeah. other orifices. Um, What was your first sexual encounter? So it was with my first boyfriend, and this is bad because my friend had lost her virginity like the week before. So I was like, I hadn't even been with him that long, but I was like, I need to lose my virginity. That's wild. So then I did like the week after. Yeah, had the same thing. That is bad though. I know. But do you know what? It. I don't regret my first time because he was my boyfriend, and then. I don't know how long we were together, a year or something after that, but well, I do also think I was too young. How old were you? I think I was 14, but, like, just turning 15. Okay. And I just think that is young. So that was first sexual experience? Yeah. Including the, penetrative? Uh, no. My first sexual experience... See, I've done it already. <laughs> my first sexual experience was before that. was with this random guy from Liverpool. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I met him on a bus. Oh, on the way to Usher? No. I think oh. you spoke about this one before. No, I've never spoken about this. Are you this. sure? Yeah, I've promised. So I met him on a bus. He was down for the summer to stay with his uncle. He was from Liverpool. They were proper dodgy people. <laughs> and um, Not that anyone from Liverpool is dodgy. <laughs> No, it's not linked to Liverpool. No, it's just, no, it's just the... linked to the Dodge. Yeah. And um, I got drunk of two cans of Fosters. They say it. We've spoke on the alcohol oh, yeah. episode. Yeah, okay. Two yeah, cans yeah, of yeah, Fosters. Yeah, two cans of Fosters. Um, yeah, cool. my first experience was hit with him. And what happened? I mean, I don't, I don't remember the episode, so... Well, we did everything but... Um, oh, I think that was... 
I think maybe that was in my diary. Yeah, yeah. The diary episode as well, because it was like, we did everything but, and we we was going to shag, but we didn't have a Johnny. That was that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to dick shame, but I went to go down oh. and hit. It just stank, so I had to come back up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I finessed that, but yeah, I had to come back. Where up. was it? In his room, your room? No. Outside. No, it was on, on the bus. No, uh, <laughs> it was on the floor of his uncle's living room, and like there were other people asleep in the room. It was just me in. But yeah, my first time losing, if we say losing my virginity for the, the se- yeah, yeah, how people say it. Yeah, it was with, with my boyfriend at the time. Again, that was at an uncle's house. <laughs> <laughs> In a bed, though. Okay, that's nice. But I was 14. The bunk... The bunk... <laughs> <laughs> the uncle was buying us vodka. And then I it know, happened. They were dodgy as well. Oh. Yeah, so I don't actually really remember it. Oh, so were you drunk before the vodka then? Well, no, we had the vodka and then we oh, did oh. the Oh, I thought you had sex while he was out to go get the vodka. No. Right, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> no regrets though. Well, no, I mean, I wouldn't want my daughter to do it that way and or do it that young, but, you know, it's not like mm. I look back and I'm like, oh, I lost it to a random in a park. Because <laughs> that could have happened. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> No, no. On to your story. <laughs> um, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a park. First penis in vagina moment was. Um, it, it could have happened outdoors before, like previous, and we had to always like but that's stop. That's the thing. At that age, yeah. A well, lot of, like I mean, my friend lost her virginity outdoors, but that was with her boyfriend as well. So it's not. I'm not shaming doing it outside because no. I had many of my first fumbles outdoors. Yeah. But I just mean, yeah. it could have been with someone that I met down the park. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I always maintained that I never regretted it. But actually, I think I do. Who's it with? Bleep. Mm. Just, yeah, I, I, I think I, I definitely do. Um, you regret that whole era. Just because of, like, who he was. And it was very much like a my friend was dating his friend mm. so everything we did was in sync so, like they would go to the cinema and then we'd follow suit and go to the cinema and I was just very impressionable mm. and he told me he'd only slept with three people the night I told him I was a virgin which obviously then he was buzzing about mm. and then also why is that a thing I don't know and then we'd been well, on a couple how many people had he slept with in real life god knows more than three absolutely he was like 22 and I was 18. Oh, yeah. And then we were out. It was probably like five or six. I wouldn't call them dates. We were on a night out with my friend and her guy. And I remember just being in the club and thinking, like, we weren't even spending any time together. We kept going outside. He was probably on drugs. And I didn't realise at the time. And, like, we hadn't even planned to go out. It was after college on a Friday. I was wearing, like, jeggings. <laughs> blue jeggings I remember blue jeggings this like coral sheer shirt from New Look and one of my grandma's jumpers oh. <laughs> with like the collar peeping out and like my dolly shoes or something I don't know like loafers wasn't dressed to go out 
And then I think I remember thinking in my head, like, you're just going to have to sleep with him. Mm. You need to just do it at some point. Because we'd, we'd, we'd cursed, we'd been fumbling outdoors, things had happened. And I think it was, like, building up to this moment of, like, just do it. And I also then knew that my friend had, had just done it mm. not that many days before. No, it wasn't never a pre- like it wasn't pressure from anyone. It was my own pressure. I didn't feel necessarily pressure from him, but I don't know. It was very much like I just need to do it soon. And then I just said, "Oh, should we just go back to yours then?" And like we got a black cab. He lived with his mom. His mom was in. It was just not enjoyable. Well, I didn't know what to enjoy anyway. But we'd been to the brook, which is like the sexual health clinic before me and my friend so we'd I think I might have got the pill mm. preempting that things were going to happen and also when you go there you get like a big bag of condoms and we used to always like buzz over getting them because it was like new and whatever mm. and in in the bags with these JLS condoms and both me and my friend were like let's get them to use it because the guys are like proper indie boys and I literally was like oh and gave him one and he's like I'm not fucking wearing that <gasps> And we didn't. And like then I just it it just set the tone of me then never knowing like when to ask or like mm. it I was mentally probably still like fifteen and even though I was mature in many other ways, like that's why but like, if I could just speak to the younger me now I'd be like, Don't do it with him like because mm. it just set the tone. There was absolutely no romance whatsoever. Not that I wanted it to be like a 90s R&B love song, but like some sort of setting. Well, yeah, and just to have someone that you think cares about you. And I also like, this is quite, well, I bled a lot. And in the morning we had to flip his mattress. (gasps) And like his mum came in the morning, I had to hide under the covers. Because actually he had a girlfriend the whole time that I didn't know about. Who his mum had obviously met. Then I had to like rush out of the house and there was like people in the kitchen staring like it was just not nice and then I remember I was really open with my mum told her everything she knew what was going on she knew I was dating him and then the next time I stayed she said to me like oh you're not having breakfast then or something and I I was like god no like I'm literally getting kicked out with like not even a drink of water like that's it I'm out on my ear and I also remember I just stopped him halfway through and I was telling my mum and she was like what like during and I was like yeah, like I just was a bit. I don't. It wasn't like I wasn't enjoying it. I was. It wasn't like stop, stop. Mm. It was just like, oh, can we just? It just wasn't. And I remember thinking like, is this it? <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking that as well. Yeah, it's just not. It just because of he's just not very nice. I I kind of knew that at the time, I guess. But I was mm. just in awe of having someone to say that. Oh yeah, I'm dating someone. Mm. It was more like the the idea of having that the natural. Like, I wasn't bothered by the person at that point. Because mm. I was very, like, conscious that I was... I felt old and, like, too old to, that I'd not had sex yet. And... Mm. Yeah, because that's the thing. I used to think that, like, if I if I met people... I think I met people at uni who hadn't lost their virginity yet. And it's like, God, if I got to that age mm. and I hadn't lost my virginity, I don't think I'd do it. I'd be too scared. Because yeah. you just big your... You hype yeah. yourself up. Because I think that's partly why I just did it as well. Like, mm. it was because my friend did it and I was like, oh, I want to do it as well just to get it over and done with yeah um but my first sexual experience which i actually don't ever think about that much not in like a mental block like it's it's really not that deep 
but like we were in Newquay, so I was like 16, and we were on Newquay's biggest bar crawl. <laughs> we had the cowboy hats and everything. Oh. Or maybe it wasn't actually. Maybe we were just out. But this it was the first time I was using my cousin's fake ID, and we looked nothing alike. But I got in anyway. And um, this was probably I'd, I'd kissed people at this point, but maybe like only recently. Mm. So it was very much like I was getting attention and that I wasn't used to getting, and like there was like older boys there and stuff. And then there was like a side bit. Like, it wasn't a room, but, like, a side bit. And, like, no-one else was sat there, but, like, everyone else was on the dance floor. Or, like, I think there was even poles involved with this guy. And I remember I had on this H&M bodycon with my tights and probably my boots. Another sheer number with, like, tassels on the arms. Oh. It's very boho. And then all of a sudden, his hands were in me. And lit my friend said that she saw my face like because she must have been watching because she knew i was kissing and whatever but she's like i just saw your face but like your eyes widened and stuff so then she then came over and kind of like intervened and it, and it stopped and it was fine but then afterwards i feel like we then made it into this huge thing because we were all drunk my friend was like on the phone to her mum like laura's been raped and i was like no i wasn't like oh yeah okay i probably didn't I don't think I explicitly said yes do that to me because like I I didn't know that people did that let alone in a bloody club but I just remember afterwards being like oh and like they maybe realizing that that wasn't maybe not that wasn't okay Mm. yeah it's tricky first of all I just want to say why when you're younger is getting fingered in the club such a thing if if anyone (laughs) went anywhere near my fanny in the club not like a randomer he'd get punched (laughs) But do you know what I mean? That's yeah. the difference between when you're younger, there's such a thing of, oh, you're stiff, oh, you're frigid. Yeah. You don't want to look frigid or stiff yeah. or boring because that's the worst thing that yeah. you could possibly be. So you go along with things yeah. out of fear. And then obviously I'm kissing them, so to them, that's consent. It's and it's not. Though. And it's not. Because imagine if you were kissing a guy on a night out now and he just put your hands up your skirt. Yeah. What would you do? Like, no. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. But that, I know loads of... Luckily, it never happened Mm. to me, but... Because I was minging. But but I had friends that Mm. it happened to at under 18. The worst that, honestly, I swear to God, if I have a daughter, she is not going to an under 18s disco because they're worse than the club. Mm-hmm. There'd be people getting fingered left, right and centre. Yeah. But I, the same thing happened to one of my friends and she was crying and we left. Mm. Like, I think I, I wasn't upset, but I, I was okay. Like, I was fine. I think I just didn't really understand. Well, not, didn't understand what happened. It was you all very quick. It, yeah. yeah. But then afterwards, I remember thinking, oh, f- let's not make it a big deal. And that's probably why I don't really think about it. But yeah. Mm. And again, it's probably not a, it's not a regret. I think it. It just again set precedent of when of consent. Like I don't. There's been people I've slept with who I didn't want to. Probably same. And like when you actually sit and think about that, like that. Yeah, it's bad. So bad. But the thing is, I only thought about this recently because basically, like a few years ago, maybe when was it? Like it was before three, I knew you. Three, three, four years. Yeah, ago? Yeah, I reckon four. Yeah, so it was like. At the time, I laughed about it, but now in hindsight, I'm Mm. like, I feel two things. I Mm. feel, A, angry at myself for not saying no, but then I also feel sorry for myself Mm. 
that I felt anyway, so I'll explain. So it was like a Tinder guy, had like messaged on and off, knew that it was never going to be like a date situation. Mm. Had only really seen like face pictures. So I think one night I was out, got home, it was like four or five, and we were messaging. And then he was like, oh, what are you up to? And I was like, oh, nothing, blah, 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 come round. Anyway, so he came round. And I don't want to say... It's hard because it wasn't really catfish because it was him. Mm. I could tell it was him. And I won't go into details about what was different about him because, like, I just don't want to be mean. No. But, yeah, it was clearly him, but somehow he just looked different. Mm. And I wasn't attracted to him. And he came to yours. Yeah, and Mm. he came to mine. And I wasn't attracted to him at all and I think when I opened the door he kind of he knew like he looked Mm. sheepish and I was like oh this is so awkward and what I should have said is like oh do you know what I'm sorry for making you come all this way but then the thing is the thing with that is you don't know how he's a random man yeah he now knows where I live yeah you don't know who he is like I was stupid for getting myself in that situation in the first place and it's not something that I would do now but yeah you don't know how someone's gonna react it was 5am 5 yeah. 5 in the morning, no one around. Like, you, yeah, you yeah. know, someone could get angry, someone could come... You just don't no, know. Don't. Anyway, yeah, that's what I should have said. But anyway, I didn't. I was like, oh, you're right. We went upstairs, and then it was so awkward as well. Like, it was just a horrible experience. And we just had the worst awkward sex ever. And he was just afterwards, like sat on the end of my bed like trying to make conversation and I was like yeah like I just wanted him to leave do you know what I mean I was just like get out of my house basically and then he left and I just felt like gross Mm. and I laughed about it with my friends and with some of my friends I haven't spoken to them about like how I feel Mm. in hindsight about it it's easier to laugh about it yeah of course it is or just ignore it I got catfish oh yeah yeah. blah 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 but it's actually not funny no so yeah, I feel mad at myself, but I also feel sad for myself. Yeah. It's just tricky, isn't it? And then like my old housemate would have random sexual escapades and like if someone would come to the house and he he didn't fancy him, then he'd just be like, Oh nah, sorry, not feeling it, mate and he would just say mm. it straight and I'd always be like, Oh my god, how can you say yeah. that? Like, oh I'd feel because that's the thing as well, like I feel too bad. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, But then like, surely, like, to a guy anyway, well, I don't know, but surely they'd rather just be told than, like, have pity sex. Like, oh, what's more know. embarrassing? But then, this is the thing. I was like, did he not read the situation? Because then he would text me afterwards and be like, oh, when are we doing that again? Blah, 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 oh. blah. And it's like, never. I had to block him. Yeah, I think we're just not... I don't know any of my friends or, like, not friends might have done it, but I've not had conversations with friends that have been like, oh, yeah, I actually said no, sorry, I don't want to. Or, like, how do you say no? Like, I don't... I don't know. No. And the thing is, it's hard, because I like to think... Say I was single and I was in a situation like that again, I'd like to think I'd say no, but then there's the, A, the fear thing of Mm. saying no, because you don't know what will happen, which is really fucking sad. But also, B, I think it's easy for me to now say, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm in a happy relationship, 
yeah, I'd be like, nah, fuck you, mm. nah, I'm not into it. But I probably wouldn't realistically. Because what's worse, like, I don't know. Like, like, how do hard. you? Yeah, like, how do you actually say? Because, yeah, I guess just have to be like, oh, I'm not in the mood anymore, or like, I don't know. I'm not really feeling it anymore. Yeah. But that's the thing. If you're doing that with a stranger, yeah, which it is, comes with risk. Yeah, because you don't know what they're like, no. so you can't predict their. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hard one. And I guess it it happens on the flip side too. Like I'm sure guys have slept with girls who they really didn't want to, but I think it's mm. different. But also, I think it. I don't know. I don't want to play on stereotypes, but I feel like if a girl gets rejected, mm. she gets upset because she feels like oh, I'm it's not attractive. Personal. Yeah. And if a guy gets rejected, I just feel like he's just annoyed because he's not going to have sex. Mm. I mean, that's just obviously very yeah. like surface level. Yeah. But it's even like. <laughs> I'll ask him if he's okay with me keeping this in. But, like, the other day, <laughs> I, like, was, like, trying to shag Kife. And, um, and he was like, oh, I don't know, I'm tired. Oh, I don't know if I have the energy. And I was fuming. <laughs> Same. I take it so personally. I was actually upset. And I went in the shower and I had a little cry. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to go for a shower then. I think some boys would take it just as personally. Yeah, maybe. Because even if take out the like testosterone, like oh they want to bang, they've got to look be like, but why? That mm. they will. But then I guess there's this, there's this thing which is a complete lie where it's like, guys have a higher libido than women. Like mm, that's, that's not, not true. true. No, I do. I get you with the. So like the it's like it's always thing. like because they you know like the classic stereotype of oh, she's got a headache, or, like, do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I'm t- the excuses that women say to get out of having sex. But, yeah, so it's but then, that, but, yeah, then it's- I, but then I had to check myself, because I was, like, being moody, but then I was like, yeah, but if if I wasn't in the mood and he was pressurising me or was moody yeah. because I wouldn't shag him, then I would be fuming, so I had to check myself, because yeah. I was like, that's not actually fair. Yeah, it does work both ways. Mm. It's hard not to take it personally, though. I know. I think one of the reasons why as girls we feel offended if a guy says no Mm. to us as well is because in society we're taught that that's all that guys want guys are only interested in sex guys are only interested in you for Mm. sex all that guys think about is sex and actually so if someone says no you take it as offense because you're like yeah but you always want it yeah actually they're human beings as well yeah, and they can not every guy not is the same the yeah, yeah exactly and that's the thing as well on the reverse girls always have a reputation as oh she's not in the mood oh she's got a headache oh she's tired mm. but actually no we want it <laughs> well well it depends and we don't want it <laughs> yeah depending like it, on the day yeah it depends like obviously everybody has different libidos but I think it's bad that we always mm. think of male libidos as the same thing and we yeah. We think of female libidos as the same thing. But basically you're blessed if your libido matches your partner's. Yeah. Um keep that same energy. Yeah. Which like I don't want this to sound like mine, is it? Like we're perfectly <laughs> matched. It's just there was one time <laughs> that he said no and then I was Heartbreak. crying about it. Because <laughs> I am a 14-year-old girl still. Yeah, I feel if this episode hasn't already clarified, yeah. we're sexually very immature. <laughs> it's just, I think, as well, for me, up until 
very, I mean, probably even still now, I see sex as a way of showing how I feel about someone. And that is probably the only way I've ever shown interest. Like, I would never say to anyone how I feel or, like, be affectionate in other non-sexual ways. Mm. So for me, that's how I do, how I did show affection. affection. And, And that's why in the past things have been very much to my discredit as well as theirs but have just been purely like a friends with benefits situation because there's no other conversation or other chat i remember when i was seeing bleep i'd be fuming if I'd, we hadn't had sex one time and i'd be mm. oh god because to me that was how i'm showing and i i didn't i don't think about how they show mm. and yet there was times where they probably were trying different ways and i was just blocking it and didn't respond well to it at all because it didn't fit with what I thought we were on the same page in terms Mm. of that and actually it's not Mm. it doesn't mean they like you no exactly and that's another thing in terms of the lessons to younger self Mm. like having sex with someone doesn't mean if someone has sex with you it doesn't mean that they care about you Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they like you yeah and I think sometimes I would assume that if I'd had sex with someone, it's like, I would get carried away and be like, oh, we're going to be together and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But that's not the case. Yeah. It's a crazy old thing. It really is. I feel like we've got really deep. So also, I think one of the most important things, Mm. lessons to younger self, lessons to, well, not to me personally, because I've made a vow not to do it anymore, but it could be women of any age, stop faking it. Yeah. Don't fake your orgasms yeah don't do it because it's not going to help you it's just misleading it's yeah. not going to help them it's not going to help the next person because no. i think i've said it on the podcast before but one of my exes he was 28 had girlfriends so not just like one night stands but had girlfriends as well and he thought that every woman came from penetrative sex <laughs> and i was like newsflash honey and he was like oh well maybe all the women that i slept with just did and mm. i was like no they fucking good odds it. <laughs> i was like do you actually know the percentages oh go buy a lottery ticket mate because mm. you're beating all of them <laughs> <laughs> i was like they're faking it yeah and that's the thing then it's like they faked it with him so then he thinks he's some sex god mm. which believe you me wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I can be mean about him because... It's fine. He's mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but do you know what I mean? Then it puts the next people yeah. out because yeah. like, I had to teach him at his big old age. Yeezy taught me. <laughs> but yeah, just don't yeah. fake it. I think we also put pressure on ourselves to orgasm every time because nine times out of ten, a guy will orgasm mm. every time. I mean, don't quote me on those stats. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's more, yeah. it's easier for them to. And I think that's not always necessarily the end goal. And we put too much pressure on ourselves. But also, we can't be embarrassed to be like, no, you didn't do it for yeah. me. But then, sometimes I would fake it, not even to stroke their ego, just so they'd get off me and finish. It's yeah. Like, just finish, please finish. Yeah. What are your th- also bad. What are your thoughts on, do you take it personally if they don't finish? Yeah. Which I know, again, yeah. is, I, I need to I remember not. that first time, my friend... So she'd just slept with her guy. 
I hadn't slept with my guy at this point, and we were in Starbucks, and she was crying. She was like, he didn't finish. He didn't finish. <gasps> like, when I think, we were, like, so naive and just unaware of these... I think I remember, like, one sex education class in year five. Like, who's doing anything oh, in year God, five? Yeah. I just don't... I wonder what the state of sex education lessons yeah, are now. I bet it's like improved. Really, it's got to have improved. Yeah, because there's even people like I swear, like Aloni goes and mm. does like talks in schools and stuff. Like, imagine how invaluable that would be now. I would love to do something like that. Speak go it. to schools. Yeah. But so there was this guy that I was sleeping with, like when I was in my early twenties, and there was m- many signs that pointed towards him having some sort of porn addiction. Oh. And one of them was the fact that he could never come during sex like mm. never in all the times that we slept together he just never did i mean i won't go into why no. i think he had a porn addiction but yeah he definitely mm. did but i think that's but the then thing i it's... would take it personally even though yeah. i knew that he had a problem and i th- i think another like a learning is that bigger picture yeah girls won't every time guys won't every time and it's just that communication of it's not it doesn't need to be, like, an offensive thing. Like, I know it's, like, a knee-jerk thing and it's a very intimate situation, so you're going to look inwardly first when you, like, lay naked with someone. But realistically, things well, yeah, happen. Yeah, especially yeah. since it's based around being attracted yeah. to each other, being turned on. Yeah. So, of course, people mm. are going to take it personally. But, yeah, I mean, I guess this is a message to myself as well, not to. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, and even, like, a couple of my friends have been speaking about guys who with, like, erectile problems and things like that. And, again, that you would instantly think, oh, my God, it's me. Yeah, like, oh, he doesn't think I'm hot. But they've obviously got something else going on bigger. Yeah, like, Like, if... Just as everyone. Yeah, like, like if you're stressed, it might not happen. I think it's just having that awareness of it's not going to be fireworks all the time. Mm. I mean, it can be. Um, so another thing as well that I've realised is more and more important Mm. is communication. Yeah. Don't be afraid to say what you like. Don't be afraid. I'm definitely not afraid. Yeah. (laughs) I need to put a sock in it. Don't be afraid to say what you like. Don't be afraid to say what you don't like. Because that's another thing. You might be having an experience with a partner, but they might just be doing something that you don't actually like. It's okay to be like, I'm not there. Or like... yeah. Softer or yeah, or harder. And also, like, I just think not necessarily during sex, mm. but maybe after or in a non-sexual setting. Mm. I just think it's good to have those conversations yeah. and be like, "Oh, that was really good the other night when we did that." Like, "Oh, we should do that again," or "Oh, I'd love it if you did this," mm. or like, "Yeah, I don't know." Just discussing it, I think it's yeah. nice, and also it sometimes brings you closer as well. Because mm. like, there's in the moment things that could be like heat of the moment but also if you if you can the debrief is is just as important and it is just finding what each other likes and Mm. you'll like something with someone that you didn't like with someone else like that it's just exploring and Mm. boundaries i guess like learning what you do and don't like and it will differ with each partner yeah because i swear like when i was younger i would cringe like talking about sex if it wasn't in and i'd be embarrassed be like oh i like it when you do that i don't know yeah but i think there's just own it Mm. like yeah it's only gonna make it better for you and for your partner here for a good time not a long time or both or both (laughs)
preferably Bill. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what else is on your list? I think that's it, really. Mm. Yeah, maybe we should wrap up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> pun intended. Yeah, I think the main things for me would be, obviously, condoms. Don't be embarrassed about bringing them up. It's not a big deal. Um, it's not this big taboo thing. Definitely communication. Don't be scared to say no. Yeah, 100%. And get tested, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Regularly. Yeah. I feel like we've really delved. I know. Considering we're both shattered as well. Yeah. That perked me right up. That's what happens when you talk about things you're passionate about. <laughs> Let's anyway. go to school. I want to go to schools. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking it into existence. On our ovaries. <laughs> that was terrible. On sorry. our backs. <laughs> <laughs> or knees. <laughs> On all fours. <laughs> sorry. Okay, so. <laughs> what is on your plate this week, Sonia? Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> On all fours. <laughs> This week, I am listening to My Two Worlds Collided, Tame Impala, Blood Orange, remix of Tame Impala's song, Borderline. Nice. It's just peaceful. What about you? This is an old, a real oldie. The Streets, The Escapist. Oh. It's really nice. They did like a live Zoom event and it came on and I feel like I'd never heard it before. But it's like 10 years old, but it's really nice. Mm. It's just nice vocals. It's a bit like melancholy. Mm. Listen to it and it's raining. It's moving. Lovely. What can't you stop eating or craving? So earlier I saw on someone's story these cookies. Oh. They're like fat cookies and like melty and gooey. Mm. And it's called Cream London. Look at them. Oh. Not to be confused with creams. Oh, no, not creams. Yeah, and they just look really goddamn good. Look how gooey that is. Oof. They're like kind of a Ben's cookie yeah. vibe, but maybe thicker and oh, gooey. Oh, yeah. Stack them. I sent... My mouth's actually watering. I s- Would you pass me my drink, please? Oh, look at that. <laughs> and, um... But I sent them to Kai earlier, and I was like, oh, can we go get these? And he was like, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, bloody hell, £22 for six. <laughs> I was like, maybe we can share one. <laughs> what? Can you believe? I mean, they must be good, but... Where's the shop based? Dessert shop in Soho. But, I mean, come on. I need £22. Pounds. I mean, oh. Ben's are pretty expensive. Yeah, they are. Ben's is pretty much nearly a fiver for one, isn't mm. it? So. Worth it. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I'll find out and let you know. Yeah, please do. What are you eating or craving? So, I'm going to keep it generic, because it's Bagel. just... Well, no, it is Tuna. still carbs. <laughs> no, I'm having... Tuna and sweet potato for my lunch. Carbs, like bread. Oh, just the whole well, yeah. I was really craving pizza for a while. I got some bake at home petty pans. What's that? Like the little bread rolls. Oh yeah. So I've had been having those with my Spanish oh, stew. Do you know what? I love those. Like my mum always used to get like the part baked baguettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. And I forgot, I've never actually had them as my my i've never so in my get, life bought them i get them with my camembert that's what i used to do yeah 12 put the camembert like in for 12 and the... then you put the part baked for eight minutes and then job's done 20 oh, minutes oh yeah because i always just buy from the bakery the French if dick, I'm gonna yeah. have it, but nah I've, i always forget about oh, the part they're so baked. good and obviously then they're warm yeah so like that, and that smell of bread in the house that bread 
but then also I had garlic bread on Monday from the co-op which was like garlic and mozzarella oh. and that just the actual quality of the bread <laughs> was so good where is co-op just down there do I go past it no uh. it's towards the rail yeah just all the bread I've just had a pizza for my dinner I had a petit pan while I waited with a baby belt and some olives <laughs> I've just been I'm very hormonal like yeah. chew on just want to eat everything so yeah more bread, <laughs> more life. What can't you stop thinking about? The David Attenborough documentary. I'm yet to watch. You need to. It's very important to watch. Yeah, I think I've been putting it off because I know. I know. I was scared of it, and there is a part where you're like, "Wow, mm. just stop the world and kick me off." Mm. And I was like, "Yeah," because I've always been like, "Do I want kids? Do I not want kids?" Mm. But then I was like, "There's no point." <laughs> But it does end with positive okay. and realistic solutions and stuff. So then I put in my family group chat, I was like, everyone, you need to watch this. And then my mum was like, oh, I've been, I've been too anxious to watch it, blah, blah, blah. And then I feel bad because I was like, no, it ends hopeful. And then she messaged me like, just watched it, can't stop crying. <gasps> and I, oh. I felt so oh. bad. Because my mum does get anxious, mm. so I guess I should have, yeah, I should have maybe not encouraged her to watch it. But then I do still also think that it is important mm. to watch it. It is on my list. But yeah, it is really good. And it's and it's interesting. The thing is, because I thought it was going to be like sort of preachy in the way mm. where I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. Like, you know, like a vegan documentary. Mm. Like, I like watching, not likes the wrong word, because what you're seeing is horrible. Mm. But it's not like that like because you still have it's still beautifully put together like a david attenborough documentary and it's interesting because you kind of see about his career and Mm. things like that but yeah obviously it is sad um but i think we can't just bury our heads under the sand Mm. but then the thing is that frustrates me is yeah we can stop eating meat yeah we can watch our single-use plastic yeah we can do this we can do that But really, it's Mm. governments that need to make laws and also large corporations that need to change. Yeah. Again, don't quote me on the stats. (laughs) I read something the other day and it was like a huge percent of all carbon emissions is from like 10 companies alone in the world. But yeah, there was loads of like interesting things about renewable energy and stuff, which I think is really hopeful. Mm. Like the largest solar plant I think is in Morocco or something I want to say and yeah it's like apparently they could be the first country if I hope I'm getting the country right to actually like export solar energy or something oh, okay and like all of this stuff mm. but obviously it's all the reason because then I was like well why aren't we doing that it makes mm. sense but it's all money isn't it yeah but if you're worried about watching it don't be worried <laughs> She says with sirens in the background. <laughs> Trigger warning. She says wanting to end things all. But, <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's important that we know what, what sort of situation mm. we are in. But if you're worried about it being completely gloomy and, like, horrible the whole way through, it's it's not. It, it still feels like a David Attenborough documentary. Mm. But yeah. Okay, it'll be my homework for this If you week. need a push. Thank you. Thanks. What about you? It's also TV related. Mm-hmm. 
kind of fits with the whole younger self. Mm-hmm. I started watching Misfits again. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, do you know what? I never even watched that. Oh, I would actually say you should watch it. Really? Even though it's... I mean, I... Th- they half an hour? 45. Mm. Really good, though. Is it? Yeah. I think I maybe watched, like, caught a couple... Was it on E4 back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, I probably caught a couple on E4 here and there, but I never really got into it. I was like... There's that Irish into boy it. In Yeah, it. Nathan. The guy... The, guy from game of thrones ewan no, i don't know that i used to really fancy him and nathan it's just really good i forgot how good it is but do you think you think it's good because it's nostalgic no it's just it's actually just good. really good like it's really well written the storyline's okay. great yeah maybe i'll give it a go that's the theme tune that's annoying theme tune yeah me and kai have been watching the fall i've watched it Jamie like Dornan. Yeah. Yeah, but season three is trash, man. Oh, is it? We've just finished season two. See, I, that got me hooked. And yeah. then season three is just oh, a bit sorry. See, yeah. Kyla said this last night because he he's watched it. I was late to the party watching it, though. Yeah. Angel watched it, like, when it was out back in the day. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was like, oh, has anyone watched The Fall? And he was like, yeah, it was really good. Conversation but starter. Was... <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> And everyone was like, why are you watching it? We're talking about TV. Okay. Yeah. Hi, guys. How have you been? Has anyone watched The Fall? <laughs> why do you think I'm socially inept? <laughs> anyway. Anyone watched Attenborough? <laughs> <laughs> With your cue cards. <laughs> Flicking through. <sighs> Go on, sorry. Anyway. And yeah, he said the same thing. He mm. was like, he liked it, but the ending was anticlimactic. I just thought the whole of series three just dragged for me. Mm. Um, well, thanks. It didn't, Can't wait. It did, it did solidify my girl crush for Gillian, though. Oh, I just love her. You've watched The Crown, haven't you? I made you watch The Crown. Oh, sorry. Have you watched the new trailer? Yes, Kai sent it to Yeah, today. so good. Um, God, we're going to have to start bleeping out his name. How many I know. Times have I go, 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 go. I'm <laughs> joking. We love you. But with the fall, interesting... I think, so I didn't watch it for ages because I, I just thought it would creep me out and I'd be scared. And I was annoyed at myself that I wasn't scared of him. But I'm like, because he's attractive. Yeah. And it would piss me off. I'd be like, why am I not? He's, what he's doing is really scary. And I'm always in my head with like those crime docs. And I would like replay things like at the night. Sometimes I'd like torture myself and imagine someone coming in the room. Yeah. Didn't do that with him. Just like like a baby. Yeah, of course. All because he's, he's a attractive. ten out of ten. It's What's so wrong with bad, the world? Isn't it? It is and really then I was bad. mad at myself. Like, oh. And it's like, no spoilers, but the girl that's obsessed with him in it as well, even though she knows. Katie, the teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though she knows who he is. Yeah. She's obsessed with him. Yeah. Another, bad, bad teenager. Yeah. He used to. Just the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> reassess her life yeah sort it out Katie Sonia and Laura (laughs) wow this has been really enjoyable I hope I've yeah I've revealed a lot but never mind yeah (laughs) right (laughs) it's late I know what is the time 10 to 9 bloody hell it's bedtime in in bed chill yeah lights out by 10 (sighs) poor Gina yeah I hope you enjoyed 
let us know your thoughts if you agree or disagree with us yeah and we've probably said some quite controversial things yeah i hope we haven't said anything to offend anyone yeah um you know we don't mean to it's just one of those important chats yeah and i think yeah like i said at the beginning it this started out as a advice to Mm. younger self but to be perfectly honest it was advice to me last year as well yeah but yeah leave us a review follow us follow the playlist and we'll see you next week folks have a cracking week yeah Bye. bye